0: So, more crazy stuff is washing up on Florida's shores. Oh, yeah? And this time you might want to think twice before you fish anything out.
1: Okay. A little advice for you. Oh. Don't open the door late at night. I won't. You could be in for a bad
0: haircut. Oh, that sounds horrible. Uh-huh. And uh, a Florida man boldly goes where no DNA test has gone before.
1: All right, <laughs> sir. All that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and boys and girls, step right up for the Florida Freak
0: Show.
1: Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell, and
0: I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've
1: ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know. That Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those stories, don't we, Kirsten? As always, but
0: before we get to those stories, um, this is the last week that you can cast your votes for the freakiest Florida news story of 2020.
1: That's right. You do that by visiting our Facebook page at facebook.com slash FLA Freak Show. We're down to the semifinals. Dun, dun, dun. So get your votes in. We'll review... Sorry. We will reveal them on next week's podcast. We'll review them, too. We'll review and reveal.
0: And it'll be exciting. It will be. Now, on to the headlines. Ripped from the headlines, as always. Our first one comes to us from WFLA News Channel 8, when Daniel and Norris Keating... Well, they love having a creek in their backyard in clear water. Right. They see dolphins, they see manatees, stingrays regularly in the waterway. Oh, that's nice. So when a rusty 55-gallon drum floated up to their yard, they were alarmed, particularly because the label on the drum was marked Flammable Liquid.
1: Oh, that'll do it.
0: So the Keatings did the responsible thing. They fished it out and took the drum to a hazardous waste drop-off location. And they got turned away. And got told to call the police. Okay. Well, eventually the fire department showed up for the drum of ethyl alcohol. And that's when the Keatings were informed that since the container was on their property, it was their responsibility and it was going to cost them 1500 bucks to remove the drum. What? After they called the local TV station for help, the Florida Department of Environmental Protection has stepped in. They are sending their emergency response team to investigate and dispose of the drum. Mm -hmm. The Keatings pretty much just hope that the DEP will now foot the bill.
1: Well, here you go. You do the right thing. You handle things the right way to keep your neighbors safe. And who gets stuck with the bill? You do.
0: No good deed goes unpunished. That's
1: right. Hey, maybe the freak way is the better way, right? The freak way? (laughs) Yeah, doing things the wrong way. Because doing things the right way doesn't seem to work here.
0: So I guess the question is then, what is the fine for dumping a 55-gallon drum uh, of alcohol into the canal? Because if the fine's less than $1,500...
1: Sorry, DEP. I
0: mean, I I think you don't really have a choice, right?
1: Yeah, it's all about, like, what's the least I'm going to have to pay here? simple economics, folks. (laughs) That's right. No, we definitely heard about stories like this happening before. And when you do, it's a wonder why people don't trust our systems.
0: Right. So, Florida, things yeah. washing up on shore.
1: Oh, yeah. I this mean, th- happening all the time.
0: This year we had cocaine. Yeah, we had a decapitated mannequin. Yeah, we had cocaine. Oh yeah, we had ethyl alcohol. Yes, we had more cocaine. We had lots
1: of cocaine.
0: <laughs> why? Why can't you know fifty five gallon drums of good stuff wash up in your backyard like yeah. I, maple syrup? It's delicious.
1: Yeah, maybe a little Jack Daniels.
0: Oh, that's doesn't the right to, kind it doesn't of doesn't have to be the
1: wooden the wooden barrel. It could be just a drum
0: of it. A fifty five gallon drum. Why not? Yes. not the only only 55 gallon drum that we had in the news recently in Florida
1: yeah there was a story just recently uh, in Manatee County of a guy who had a friend drop off like a 55 gallon container of like trash and he's like oh it's like hey can you hold on to this for me can you
0: hold on to my 55 gallon drum yeah can you you hold on
1: to it for me I'll come and pick it up soon well then two months go by it starts to stink really badly yeah he looks in there uh, just some human remains all wrapped up.
0: Uh, good That's friend. All. Yeah. Super good friend. Yeah.
1: Well, they always say that the really good friend will help you bury a dead body. Apparently, <laughs> the really good friend in this case will just keep a bunch of human remains for you or. So this guy thinks.
0: So fishing stuff out of a canal is not easy. No. Like, they had to go through a lot of effort to get this thing out of the canal. They Something had
1: to... that weighs that much? Come on.
0: Well, and not only that. They had to, I guess, rope it and kind of bring it close to shore yeah. and then wait for high tide so they could roll it in on their lawn. Ugh. I mean, it's not like when we go to my dad's condo and, you know, we fish coconuts out of the canal. Oh, that's yeah. the most interesting thing we see in the canals. there. Well, we saw a gator once. but
1: yeah. But cana- coconuts, we see a lot.
0: Yeah, we fish those out of the canal all the time. We've painted them. What do
1: we call those? Manatee eggs?
0: Yes, manatee <laughs> eggs. I forgot about that.
1: Uh, so yeah. funny. Yeah.
0: Hey, Floridians, if you want to trick some non-locals, tell them that the coconuts floating in the canal are manatee eggs. Yeah,
1: it's kind of fun to see how they you'll, react to that sort of you'll thing. You'll
0: find out how dumb your friends are pretty yeah. quickly. little tip from you to us. No, no,
1: and maybe next time I'll just <clears throat> think twice about taking my used can of paint to the hazardous drop-off.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking a can of paint, you know, they're probably not going to charge probably not you for that big of a 55-gallon no. drum of paint, on the other hand.
1: Yeah, and I'm definitely going to just let that 55-gallon drum just go Float
0: on by. on by, yeah. absolutely. I don't want anything to do with that. So our next story comes to us from ClickOrlando.com. Jacksonville's Lachelle Jacobs is recovering from a concussion and a ruptured eardrum after an attack in her home. She was actually asleep in her bed when she heard someone banging on her door late one recent Thursday night. So she went downstairs and opened the door to find a panicky girl who claimed she was being followed. And the girl and another stranger then attacked Lachelle. Lachelle actually blacked out and doesn't remember a whole lot after that. Except for the point where she woke up to find the couple threatening to stab her, what? And then cutting her hair. Huh? Lachelle says she has no idea who her attackers were, and they didn't steal anything from her home except for the scissors that they used to cut her hair off. Not
1: the scissors. The
0: family is offering a $5,000 reward for any information that can lead to the capture of the attackers. So if you have information, you are asked to call the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office.
1: Well, now we have another reason to not open the door to strangers. Fear of a bad haircut.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Six months ago, I think a lot of us would have been thrilled to have heard that there was somebody going door to door. Oh, people yeah. Three, free I haircuts. really used a haircut at that point. I don't think it's worth the beating. Oh no! Or the concussion. No. Or the ruptured eardrum. Yeah.
1: Come back sometime in the daytime when I'm more likely to open the door. Yeah. Yeah. N- yeah. Last thing I need is a sneak attack and a dude that looks like flock of seagulls. That's not good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is super scary, and this is also why I never ever. Well, almost never answer the door. In Mm. fact, if the doorbell rings, I usually hide. Yeah. Like, if I'm near a window, (laughs) I'm, like, creeping away from the window just in case somebody peeks in to see if I'm in here. Yeah, I
1: hope we're not alone with that because that does seem to be the the general consensus. I seem to be the only one that ever goes to open the door. But I ain't going to open a door when it's this late at night. I'm like, sorry, you better call me.
0: You know, nothing good rings the doorbell anymore. No. If Amazon comes, they're leaving the packages yeah, and running. They know better. Um, I don't enter Publisher's Clearinghouse, so it's not going to be them <laughs> ringing on my doorbell. No Ed
1: McMahon showing up. No.
0: <laughs> well, God, that would be scary. That really <laughs> would. So basically, if somebody rings our doorbell, it's either an axe murderer or somebody distributing religious pamphlets. And either way, I really don't want to have much to do with either yeah, one of them. Hopefully, there's
1: nobody out there right now.
0: Ooh.
1: <laughs> so what do we think the motive was here, Can you get a lot for hair on the black market?
0: I mean, it looked like she at one time had some nice long hair. Yeah, yeah, I'm not not sure that it's worth the beating and and the the threatening of stabbing. You could probably just sneak up behind somebody on the bus. I mean, it does go to prove something that my mother told me many, many years ago. What's that? Don't ever piss off your hairdresser.
1: Oh no, no, no. You don't ever want to do that. Don't piss off your hairdresser, your butcher, or anyone that's preparing your food.
0: So true. Yeah. So true. So we did recently have a weird visitor at our door.
1: Oh right.
0: Like just this yeah. last week. A we little
1: had... a little furry one that just showed up all the time. Yeah. Of a sudden.
0: So like I said, I am not answering the doorbell. No. If if somebody rings the doorbell. No. However, when I hear a cat crying outside the door, that is a completely different thing. So I'm going to go run into the front door. And so I'm lying in bed and I hear mewing and pawing at the front door. Right. We don't have a cat.
1: No, we don't.
0: (laughs) And even if we did, we would have an indoor cat. Sure.
1: So it would be like, why are they outside? But right.
0: But I tend to think of myself as a little bit of a kitten whisperer. You are. So I thought, oh, a well. A big fan
1: of the kittens.
0: We live in a condo building. Yeah. All of the condos look the same from the outside. This sure. cat probably just like went to the wrong house. That's what we thought. Yeah. Wrong address, buddy. It's, it's
1: all just messed up. So got their wires crossed. Exactly. Everything looks the same. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: I opened the door just yep. a crack. Right. Just a crack. That's because I was needed, Because right? I'm thinking to myself, this cat's gonna see me yep. and go, Oh crap, this isn't my house and run like hell. <laughs> That's not what happened. Yeah. And I would love to hear like your perspective on what happened. Well,
1: the first thing I thought of is like, please don't open the door because that cat's gonna probably <laughs> run right in here. Or and I knew that when you opened the door, you opened it to a crack and you real you weren't interested. You said out loud, I'm not gonna let him in. But
0: Yeah. And I, I don't told know, the know. I was like, Mr. There Kitty, was a you part don't get to me. come in.
1: I think if I took I think if I got you under oath or maybe with a polygraph, I was I sometimes wonder it's like, did she do it on purpose? I
0: did not it. Well the I know you didn't do purpose. it on purpose
1: because you were like,
0: We gotta get him out of here. So what happened was yeah. I have the door open a small crack. The cat is like jamming its head in our in our yes. doorway. Yeah. Like was not at all concerned that there was a stranger. That in is home. how you
1: know it's an indoor cat. It was like right. not freaked out at all by trying to walk inside.
0: So I'm like, oh, the cat's wearing a collar. So yeah. I'm like trying to feel around the cat's collar right. because I'm like, it's got a collar. I can hear the little bell jingling. It probably has a tag. Anybody right. who loves their kitty cat would yeah. put a tag on it. I'll just find the tag, I'll call the number, there'll be a beautiful reunion, I'll be the hero, it'll yep. be amazing.
1: Cat whisperer will be intact. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, at some point though, I apparently opened the door a millimeter just too wide.
1: To get those whiskers in, and then bam. That he's in there.
0: cat went roaring in like a bat out of hell, made yeah. a beeline straight through the living room and under the bed. Yep. Like through the living room into the master bedroom, right under the bed. Yep. And I was like, Welp. We yeah. I guess we've got a cat now. Yeah. I was thinking, <laughs> How are we ever gonna get this cat? Is this out how you get cats? Yeah. Like this is how it happens. I think this right? is how
1: it happens now. Yeah. It's just uh you just open the door, they just whoosh in and it's like I guess I live here now. It's yeah. like they just make that decision. Better go for buy us. a litter box. Yeah.
0: No, we um we did eventually get the cat out of the house. Yeah. But it was there was a lot of drama. Yeah. There may have been tears.
1: Yeah. It was a great it was it was a much more welcome visitor than the visitor <laughs> that Lachelle had to deal with here.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, our next story comes to us from the Tampa Bay Times. For 36 years, Clearwater's Peter Sloan has believed that he is the illegitimate son of William Shatner.
1: All right. In
0: fact, he believed it so strongly that a few years ago, he even legally changed his name to Shatner. So Peter mm. was born in 1959 and was given up for adoption. Okay. Which led him on a quest once he became an adult to find his biological mother back in the 80s. So when he finally found her, he discovered she was a Canadian actress who had been shooting a TV show with Shatner around oh. the time of his conception. She told Peter that his father was either the Star Trek star or some guy that she could only remember as Chick.
1: Okay. So for the
0: next 30 years, Peter lobbied to get William Shatner to take a DNA test to prove either he was or wasn't the father, and the more Shatner denied it, the more convinced Peter became that old Bill was hiding something. I can
1: understand that. He
0: even sued Shatner for $170 million at one point when Shatner called him a fraud. So as it turns out, And AncestryDNA.com match showed that he is the son of Chick Friedman, Friedman. a Canadian citizen who died in 2001 and a former life insurance salesman just like Peter. Oh, Peter says that he's happy he finally knows where he came from and is excited that someday he'll get to meet his new half-siblings when the pandemic is over.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm glad that Peter found out who his real father is. But I have to say, having Captain Kirk as your father would have been a pretty big win.
0: Well, isn't that basically the dream of every adopted kid? Right. That you find out that you are actually royalty or the child of some celebrity or something like that.
1: Yeah, your mind wanders into, like, your imagination goes wild with, like, you know, what could be part of that unknown.
0: He changed his last name to Shatner. Yeah,
1: well, you know, if you're... If your mother says that your your biological father is probably either this dude Some or William guy. Shatner, <laughs> I mean, who are you going to pick?
0: Yeah, but see, you have not been through the nightmare that is changing your last name.
1: No, I have
0: not you have to go to the social security office. Oh man. And I feel like I could just leave it there. Yeah. But this poor guy like had to petition the County first to be able to change his last name and then go to the social security office. So that's like two layers of government. There, That's something. That is a lot of effort. And I know it doesn't sound like a whole lot, but if you've ever spent a few hours at a social security office, you, you feel the pain.
1: I get it. Yeah. I'm starting to understand it now. Now, but how crazy is it that Peter and his biological father have the same job? Oh, I life know. Life insurance sales?
0: Like, what are the odds that you would have the same job as your father, who you've never met? Right. And it's, it's not like, I mean, yes, there are a lot of life insurance salesmen out there, but it's not like, you know... uh a job that everybody in the world has had at some point in their mm-hmm. life. Like we've all been fast food workers at some point in our lives, right. you know, to say, Oh, they were both fast food workers when they were teenagers. <laughs> Meh. You know, whatever. Yeah. But they're both life insurance salesmen, that's or at something. least were both life yeah. insurance salesmen.
1: Now, getting back to the genealogy, you did a DNA test with Ancestry, right?
0: I did, as a yeah. matter of fact. Uh, what Very was that like? disappointing. I found out that I was everything that my family ever told me. Yeah, I but am. I've heard so just many people. Basic, boring, European, Northern European, that's about it.
1: Right. So it just sort of confirms what you've always known. But I've heard some people like find out they're like, I couldn't believe it. Like I had like like five percent Hawaiian or or oh, well or yeah whatever. It's... Our
0: friend Becky, right. for example. So her mother has told her her whole life that she is Spanish and Irish, mm. and basically she found out she's Mexican. Who and knew? actually found relatives in Mexico and is now like in communication with them, which is totally awesome. That's
1: really cool. That's kind of the really cool part of it, you know. But,
0: but- the fact that her mother's been lying to her, you know, her whole life, <laughs> not so cool. But you know, whatever. Yeah. No, I and I have a um, aunt who is LDS, so mm-hmm. she does a ton of genealogy and that sort of thing. Yeah. And so
1: really, really cool. Yeah,
0: it is really neat, and I've I have gone on to some websites and. Some stuff pretty far back. I did find out, and when I say related, I mean like thirteenth cousin six times removed. Related, you know, related to um, Harriet Beecher Stowe.
1: Yeah, that's pretty neat.
0: uh, Married to uh, Webster. As in Webster's Dictionary, not not the kid from the TV show in the 80s. Well, either one. Emmanuel (laughs) Lewis,
1: either one would have been great. Because then your dad would have been Alex Karras.
0: Oh, Mongo! Right? And great Lions (laughs) player.
1: You know, that works for you, too.
0: But you've you've done a little... Checking back into the past, yeah, right?
1: yeah. My dad's done quite a bit of like uh, of genealogy to to sort of trace our family back. But we also did some on some of the ones that are online. And I guess I'm related to the keeper of the privy purse from like a number of centuries ago, like
0: sixteenth century yeah, England like or something. Kind of
1: like a a person really high up in English uh, and, parliamentary. And, and, and wasn't
0: there a Viking?
1: There was like this really cool Viking. I don't remember his name, but he, all I remember about him is that he was killed in a. In a pit of snakes.
0: In a pit of snakes. You know, I mean, you don't just like fall into a pit of snakes, and like Norway, there's not just pits of snakes. You know, it's right. not Indiana Jones. Yeah. Well, you know, he was shoved into that pit of snakes. Oh yeah, yeah. intentionally. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's if if, if you're gonna go, that's probably the way that you would want to go. I was mean, it's pretty Although, badass. I like to think that since I have such a healthy fear of snakes, it's probably because of this Viking fella.
0: Oh. Just saying. Wow. I mean I used
1: to always say it's like, yeah, it's just because I'm like Indiana Jones. I I, we both don't No, it's because
0: of your Viking blood. the
1: Viking blood that I just once recently learned that you that that took my great 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 grandfather at one point.
0: I think you might have to put about twenty more greats on there. But yeah, absolutely. Back to Shatner. Back to Peter Peter Shatner slash Sloan. Bring it back. Couldn't he have gone on Maury and just figured this out?
1: Oh, that's the way to do it. William,
0: you are not the father. Yeah,
1: all it takes is a little manila envelope and a piece of paper that Maury always seems to have on him that has the results. Man,
0: Maury knows everything, right? Maury's
1: always giving the good or bad news to somebody.
0: So do you know what this whole thing reminds me of? What's that? How I Met Your Mother.
1: Oh, yes. My favorite
0: episode where Barney Stinson goes on The Price is Right. Or is it Barney Barker? Oh. So for those of you who are not watchers of the show, shame um, on you. Barney doesn't never grew up with a dad. Yeah. He had a mom, no dad, right. as many kids do. Sure. And uh, one day as a child was watching TV and asked his mom, "Hey mom, who's my dad?" <laughs> yep. And his mom looked at him, looked at the TV, the Price is Right was on and was like, "I don't know. That guy." So for the rest of his life, Barney Stinson believed... That he was Bob Barker's son,
1: and why? Why wouldn't you? I mean, they they really did have a lot of similarities, and, right? Yeah,
0: snappy dressers, yes,
1: very snappy dressers. I, you know, I can command a room. Yes,
0: yeah. I. I think it goes back to what you were saying. Yeah. You're you're always going to latch on to that really cool yeah. hope, you know. If it's some dude named Chick, yeah, or William Shatner, of course you're going to believe it's Shatner.
1: Right, and you know if Barney had. Growing up to be a game show host, it would have been, we would have known exactly what it was. Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: You just brought that full circle. I did. Nice job. <laughs> All right. Well, we do have one more story, story. And this one comes to us from jacksonville.com. An Atlantic Beach woman was alarmed when she went to get the mail and found an obscene hand-drawn picture stuffed in her mailbox. Oh. Well, she was probably much more alarmed on another more recent trip to her mailbox when she found the inside of it smeared with feces. Oh. So she did what all of us would do. She set up a camera and caught the culprit in the act, a heavy-set older man carrying a plastic bag who loitered around her mailbox for a few minutes and then returned to his car. Yeah. Atlantic Beach Police used that video to find and arrest 62-year-old Andrew Stelsman, charging him with stalking and criminal mischief. Mm. Stalsman said that he and the woman had a 20 year beef and that she's been harassing him, but there were several other folks in the same community who also got a mailbox full of uh. <laughs> poo. So, as a result, police say Stalsman is now the suspect in several other criminal mischief investigations. Come
1: on, people. Don't put poo in the mailbox. Right? Have the decency to put it in a bag. Light it on fire and put it on a porch (laughs) like every true American. That's the way it goes.
0: That's the way you do it. Yeah. It's much more sanitary, too, I think. Um, My question is, you're a grown-ass man.
1: Oh, he's a grown-ass man.
0: How old is he? 62. 62. Yeah, I don't know what age it is that you
1: decide that you're going to stop using feces to handle your disputes. I mean, four or five. I never really felt like I would need to do that. I certainly wouldn't have felt it at the age of sixty-two.
0: Right? Yeah. At age sixty-two, this is how you're resolving disputes. Uh, Whatever happened is just like a strongly worded letter. Oh yeah. <laughs> calling where? your congressperson, perhaps. <laughs> where, where?
1: Where has that gone? Yes, yes. Dear Madam Mercer, I can't believe that we are having this beef. <laughs> <laughs> I will write you a strongly worded letter, and I will tell you in this letter how I feel about you. I like that much better. Right? Yeah. That's that's a much more dignified, has more decorum to it. But obviously, this poo thing was this guy's calling card. He's, apparently, if he has a beef with anybody, they're going to get some poop in some fashion.
0: Yeah. So, uh, another question I have. Yeah. If this beef has been going on for 20 years... Yeah. What other things has he done yeah. that have... I, I mean, I'm assuming there's an escalation here, right? Yeah. right? Like, he didn't just snap overnight after 20 years and then go, I'm going to go poop in her mailbox. <laughs> yeah. Like, it, did it escalate? Yeah. Did it start maybe, small?
1: Maybe he sh- started by stealing her TV guides. <laughs> and then. Um, and then. Um, so,
0: all mail based crimes, postal based crimes, yes. do you Yeah.
1: Well, it feels like that's the easiest way to get to somebody because that mailbox just sitting out there doesn't have any security on it. Oh. You know, I mean, if, if you have the time to smear species all over inside of it, imagine all the things you could do otherwise.
0: Thank God for the doorbell camera. Yeah. I mean, this time of year, you're expecting to catch porch pirates with yeah. it, maybe. Not a mailbox pooper. Right. Um, but but good on her for turning that into the police. Yeah. I wonder, though, is he responsible for all the other ones in the neighborhood, or is there a copycat pooper?
1: Oh, well, I mean, he's it's certainly going to be easier to pin it on him because they've caught him already, but I like the idea of somebody... Piggybacking on it, you know, so that he can take the fall for it.
0: Oh, brutal! Yeah, brutal! That's you know who I smart. think it is. Who's that? You remember Najee Davenport?
1: Ooh, the ha- the hamper pooper. The hamper pooper. Yeah. The you former almost said NFL hamster star <laughs> the, who turned into hamper pooper.
0: So, so Najee Davenport. uh NFL player played for the Packers, and I think yep. maybe the Steelers. I at some only point really in remember him as a Packer. Yeah. So at some point, once he was in the NFL, um, there is a woman in her room, in her dorm room at mm. Barry University, who awoke to a weird sound in her room. Oh yeah, and swears that it was Najee Davenport <sighs> pooping in her clothes hamper.
1: And that would be such a weird thing to say. It's like. I think that's Najee Davenport.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know if she recognized him right off the bat yeah. or, you know, maybe had to look at. Hopefully at some they had photos some sort first. of,
1: yeah, some sort of previous, you know, relationship with one another because it just seems like a random name to throw of, out of there. Of
0: all the things to wake up to, though, yeah. like, you know, I've woken up to some unusual things, doorbells no. right. ringing. Yeah. Um, you know, you poked me in the eye in my sleep once, Ugh, yeah. you know, I'm
1: still feeling bad about that. You
0: don't need to. I'm not blind. I'm I, know, fine. I know. I mean, you know, just I've woken up to some odd things. I can't say that I have ever woken up to anything as unusual as. A man in my closet staring at me as he poops into my clothes hamper.
1: Yeah, I would feel like I was in the middle of a really bad dream if that happened.
0: Yeah. Because
1: that just doesn't feel like something that happens in the real world. No. But it happens in Najee Davenport's world, apparently. Uh,
0: Well, I will say that um, he agreed to do community service, but he never... Admitted, admitted guilt right in the situation yeah. so we can't allegedly. say that he was necessarily the hamster pooper allegedly
1: looking directly into her eyes and pooping into a hamper right Understood.
0: i i think the weirdest part about the whole thing yeah and there's a lot of weird stuff about the whole thing with laje uh-huh. davenport yeah but but he did kind of like a johnny cochran Press conference ah. speech statement kind of thing where he was like, where is the manure? Yeah. Where's the evidence? Yes. If the manure does not fit, you must. I don't I don't know exactly how it goes, but.
1: Had he come up with something as clever as that, probably would have worked.
0: I mean, it worked anyway. Yeah. So,
1: there you go. So
0: I think Najee Davenport yeah. might be the copycat who's pooping in all those other mailboxes. Yep. I can't say it for sure.
1: We've never seen them both in the same room, so we can't <laughs> say for sure. That's for that's for certain.
0: So what did we learn this week, Corey? Well,
1: I learned that doing the right thing usually works out well, uh, but sometimes it'll give you a 55-gallon drum of headaches. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I learned to never open the door after dark and also never, ever, ever piss off a hairdresser. Oh,
1: no, no, no. I also learned that you shouldn't define yourself as being the son of William Shatner just be the best T.J. Hooker you can be.
0: Aww. And I learned that is one thing to figuratively get a bunch of crap in your mailbox. Oh, sure. It is another thing entirely to have it happen, literally.
1: Yeah, it gives new meaning to junk mail, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, those were our Freakiest Florida Finds for the week. And as always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages.
1: And remember, this is the last week, last week, last week, that you can help us pick Florida's weirdest news stories of 2020. And there are a lot to choose from, folks. So visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash FLA Freak Show. We promise you won't have to stand in line to vote or deal with any hanging chads. <laughs> we will reveal the winner, though, on next week's podcast, so make sure to tune in.
0: So we're not going to have to wait like an extra five days for oh, Georgia no. and Pennsylvania to get their votes counted? No, 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 no. <laughs> we're getting these votes
1: counted quickly.
0: And while you're at our Facebook page, remember to follow us, like us, and share us. That's, again, at FLA Freak Show. And, of course, if you see a Florida story that we missed, feel free to share it with us.
1: That's right. And don't forget to Rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And please consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell.
0: And I'm know O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Goodbye.